Lord be with you. Would you pray with me, please? O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So every once in a while on the wall, you see this riotous painting. And you can thank God for that because this whole Lenten season during here and since, this painting has been in my mind and I cannot get rid of it. I had to make it a subject of my devotion so there would be a channel for the energy, and that's good for me anyway because when I use words, the critical faculties get going and pretty soon it's not devotion anymore. But this is a strange sort of image. This is Christ's entry into Brussels in 1889, and it was painted in 1888 by James Ensor. So much has been made of this painting. It's a little bit light in here, but this is a riot of color, lots of reds and greens and yellows and blues, and it's that big. It's the size of a wall in a house. And so much has been written about it. Let me tell you about some of the characters here. You can see them. Some of them are wearing masks, skeletons, and clowns, and other kinds of things. There is a bishop all dressed up, leading the parade in front. There are military people, not with their weapons, but dressed as band leaders, ready to do a fanfare. And there are city officials to the side. That's Jesus there in the right there, and he's buried in the middle of the painting. When we get, get back to the big one, I'll, tell you, I'll show you where he is. But there he is on the donkey, and he is sort of not the subject of the painting, or at least it wouldn't appear to be so. And James Ensor painted Christ coming into a town on a donkey, not at the beginning of Holy Week, but on Mardi Gras. At the time of festival, the time of carnival. And he's got all of the people who mean the most in that society, who make the most money and decide where it goes. There's the military marching band. So the people who make the most money and decide where it goes, the people who decide at whom they should fire their weapons, the people who make decisions and who are trying to bring Belgium into the modern age, they're all there. They're partying. They're having a good time. And they're all in the foreground in front of Jesus. And so I thought about what that says to us. You know, when I grew up, spring break was always the week before, uh, was always the Holy Week. So we had time to reflect, to pray, you know, even to have fun. There's a public official um, showing you just what he thinks of the crowd by mooning. And a lot of the images that I grew up with for Holy Week have people shouting, but otherwise sort of tame and orderly, you know, making room and along the sides of the road and watching to see what will happen, watching the parade unfold. And I'm pretty sure that it was probably a little bit more riotous than those calm scenes. I'm pretty sure it was a little bit more of a head-scratching moment when the disciples and Jesus came into Jerusalem on festival day or festival weekend and said, let's make arrangements to eat together and go tell somebody, I need a colt, right? If they ask you why, just say, the Lord needs it. 
Try that. Let me know how it works out for you. Report back. We'll do a chapel service on that, okay? I'm pretty sure that it was going to be a little strange for the people who are there, just as it would be a little strange for us. In fact, in reflecting, planning, and praying over this passage, I thought, how would I respond if somebody came to me and demanded something of me and said, the Lord needs it? And I'm a Christian and try to be. Would I accept it? Or would I usher them very safely to an open area where there were other people who would intervene on my behalf if my safety was in danger? How would we respond to somebody who says, you know, the Lord needs that? And so I brought these Hot Wheel tracks with me today, sort of symbols of our busy and crowded life, our freeways, our metaphors are a little bit different, and I don't want Christ's entry to be so domesticated for us that we can't imagine it happening in our lives. This painting, I think maybe the full one is coming in just a minute. Much has been made of it, so let's see if I can get it the right way. There's Jesus right there above the middle. Much has been made of Insor's painting. Perhaps he's making a commentary Would Brussels even notice if Christ came, especially if he didn't come at the appointed time when everybody had arranged to be pious, right? Would would he stick out in a parade like this? And he's got all sorts of social critiques of the people who are trying to construct a modern Belgium. And he's got vive la sociale, right? Standing up for the people. And he's got all sorts of uh, signs and commentaries here that are going on. It's a fascinating painting. Um, I apologize in advance if it gets stuck with you. But there is that interpretation of the painting. For modern people, would Christ show up? Or would he get lost in the busyness? Can we have a holy week and celebrate an entry, especially when we know what's happening with the rest of the story? The expulsion, right? in the most horrific way possible for somebody who partakes in a human body, which is death. Not only get out of our community, but stay out in a forever kind of way. We know how that story goes. And yet in Luke, we have the entry into Jerusalem bookended by two other stories about here and sent. And here's what they are for me and the meditation I offer to you. Before the entry into Jerusalem, there are two stories, one about Zacchaeus and one about the parable of the talents or the money. Now, Zacchaeus, he's a busy guy, right? He's a businessman. He had things to do. He collected money from people so they didn't like him too well. And he went out and showed up when Jesus came into town. And his story of transformation is that Jesus came here to him and said, Zacchaeus, your house is a here for me, and I'll show up there, and I'll eat there with you. And Jesus came and told this story of the talents and said, the talents that you have, I'm with you here for them to be used here. Would you do that for me and let me know how it works out? And then we have this entry into Jerusalem And we have the story of the cult. 
and we have the cloaks and the palms being passed down, and this really wonderful, almost triumphant, if you refuse to celebrate, even the stones will cry out, and we all say, yes! And then guess what happens next? Jesus comes to Jerusalem and said, I have some bad news for you. You didn't notice Jesus when he came here to you. And then he goes into the temples and expels from the temples those who weren't using it properly. So I'm going to choose to reinterpret this painting, or at least to have two interpretations. With this painting and our Hot Wheels tracks, we can certainly, I think, get into that mindset, is Christ going to show up for us? Are we going to be too busy? Are we going to miss it? And how are we going to hold together the parade that celebrates with the people who may or may not be part of the celebration? But I also want to hold alongside of that the idea that Christ comes into our crowded, busy lives. The idea that this Christ back here is inaugurating an expulsion. And he's driving out all the death-dealing forces that would set themselves up as the priorities for Brussels. And so my meditation has been, how does Jesus come to me here? Say, I can make a here with you. I can have dinner with you and use the talents that you have. And then, what will Jesus expel from my life? as not the rulers and the principalities that are how he would have me govern. How does he come in to us in the crowded? How does he send out the powers that don't belong? As we sing these songs, we chose contemporary songs that imagine how Jesus shows up now. And as we sing the last one, It's set to an English hymn called Jerusalem, and it's a meditation in the 19th century, turn of the 20th, about would it be possible to build the new Jerusalem in England. That's always the prayer of Christian people. Christ, build your new Jerusalem among us now. Help us reorganize our lives according to kingdom priorities. And that original song was reflecting on that dream to make England a new Jerusalem, We're not singing those words today, but we are singing words in that spirit. How does Jesus come into us here and now and evoke from us the shouts we could share with stones? Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you this day and evermore.